This episode is brought to you by Step Next. One of the things that most startups struggle with is good talent and team members. Step Next is Mina's exclusive tech talent summit designed to match the best talent with top tech companies and startups. The event will be held at Dubai Knowledge Park on November 19th and is expected to have more than 30 participating companies, talks, workshops, and activities. Visit next.stepconference.com and if you're looking to find your next employer or partner there, use code SHME-NEXT-10 when applying on the talent form. Hello and welcome to another episode of Startup Hustle Middle East. So today, as you can see, we're in a very exciting place. Um, so we're at Nasab, uh, which is close to Living Legends Al-Barari. Um, it is a space for creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, designers, and design is a big part of the ethos of Nasab. So if you're around, do come and check it out. And they are celebrating International Podcast Day today. And we have an awesome guest today on the show with us. So we have Arif from ASA Ventures. He is the founder and CEO of ASA Ventures. And welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mamta and Siddharth. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. So, Arif, if you could just tell us a little bit about your background, how you ended up coming to Dubai. I know uh, your business started off in Portugal. So, if you could tell us a little bit about how that your happened. Your story. Sure, sure, sure. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's an amazing story. Uh, <laughs> I start off as, um, I didn't even know what a VC was. Um, okay. So, basically, I, I'm an engineer. Uh, I worked, I interned at Microsoft for a while. I started my first uh, first company with um, with no money at all. Okay. I, I borrowed uh, 250 euros from my dad. It's a very well known story, uh, and um, I have to pay him back. Uh, and, uh, and and yeah, and I I, I paid the rent for a small office uh, just beneath my building. Okay. And I hired a guy without having the money to pay his salary. Okay. And I started selling web uh, web design. I don't know if you heard of Wix, but it was something very similar to that. Okay. Um, so then, uh, of course, the, the sales started picking up. In a year's time, I had 370 customers. Wow. So you uh, started off in web development? In web development, yeah. Okay. Um, so our idea at the time was that let's... Um, so we wanted to make web design cheap at the time. Okay. Uh, so I automated uh, website creation and I sold that for a fairly cheap price. Okay. Uh, so my competitors were selling you know, something very handcrafted for 2,500 euros and I was selling it for 100 euros a year. Okay. Uh, after I got 270 SMEs, to, to SMEs has been my the backbone of the business I normally create. Mm -hmm. um, and um, after I had the the, the, the backbone set, um, I sold the company um, to. So I became the third largest web designing company in terms of number of customers. Okay. In Portugal, it's a okay. fairly small market. Pretty easy to do that. Uh, back 16 years back. Okay. Okay. 2003, and. Um, and then I sold my company, uh, basically my customers, to the second number who then became the first, okay. the largest company uh, in Portugal at that time. Mm -hmm. Thanks to uh, the acquisition. Yeah, and I sold it for 350,000 euros at that time, which was wow. a lot of money for a kid like me. And you uh, didn't give your dad the 250 euros No, I, I, I just, you just reminded me of that. When <laughs> I, yeah, so so yeah, I hope it's like... With all the X's, you know, like and the interest, and the interest, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I think, uh, and now that you talk about my parents, I, I, I have to say that um, even today, and yeah. I don't know if this is relevant for the VC talk, but mm -hmm. I, I think it's relevant for any any businessman. Sure. Um, 
every single time I take a major business decision, I always ask my mom. Whether, whether she understands it or not, it's irrelevant. Okay. I always ask her to give me a nod. I think that... Um, it's not only a religious connotation. I think it's more of a you know of a morale boost and all sure. that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's it's just things turn out pretty well when I do that. Sure. So okay. it has been this Pavlov effect. Whenever I do it, it it goes well. So I keep doing it. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. So uh, that was the start of. Um, so the startups uh, need to be on your mom's good side. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I hope mom's watching this. <laughs> um, and um, th uh, so the the, the two hundred fifty euros that became three hundred fifty thousand. Mm -hmm. I thought now how much can I make with three hundred fifty so I built my second company and then I sold that company too um, and I kept doing it and eventually I thought that I should call myself something okay. and I decided to call myself ASA Ventures. I was not sure whether uh, I was a venture capital firm or I was a guy who just created companies and sold them off. Okay. Okay. Uh, today we are a we are, you know, probably very established as a venture uh, venture capital firm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. So ASA started in Portugal. Yes. Okay. So what is the second venture? The second venture was uh, uh, the low, uh, fir the first ever low-cost uh, marketing agency that allowed. Um, it was more of a, a, a media acquisition uh, agency okay. that allowed small companies to buy spots on TV for a thousand euros. Okay. Uh, so I negotiated. I created. I just I just made some. I just came up with some crazy ideas. Okay. Um, okay. And then I acquired. You know, a lot of customers. I had the money at that time to spurge. So um, yeah, it, it was uh, uh, again. I, s I sold to a Spanish group um, uh, in, a, in, a, in a year and a half. The thing with me is that I'm I'm, I'm I love creating stuff. Okay. Uh, I love you know I, I like taking them to a certain level, but then. Uh, it's uh, you know I, I, the, I, operations. I yeah, the operational partner gets me a bit bored so yeah. I, I want to go back to the drawing board and invent something new okay, okay. Um, and that's where I understood that I'm <clears throat> I have probably more um, interest in becoming a VC early stage VC than a, a PE or someone who invests their money on a, on, a, on a later more so I, I take I like to take those risks those initial risks okay right. great so so you like the foundational stages of a company where you're building it idea formation yeah. Uh, execution and then when it comes to heavy operations you'd like to yeah exactly so so, so I hired people for that so what mm -hmm. we did uh, uh, and uh, where we are at today is that uh, we are the we are the largest venture capital firm in terms of operation size mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, because and it's a bit unfair to compare it that way but it's true the, the thing is um, we have 300 people across the globe Okay. Um, uh, employed at ASA that work with the startups to make them successful. Um, so, so we kind of you know give those uh, give that exoskeleton support. Um, you know, to so we uh, we plug in our sales team, our marketing team, our all of that to mm. to a founder that normally is not good at everything, right? right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, speaking of that, um, you guys call yourselves VC 2.0, yeah. and um, I think. Uh, you were just talking about the backbone and the support. So, um, how does what is the difference between uh, you guys and, and traditional. A traditional VC, like say Wamda or somebody like that? Well, uh, the, the major difference is that um, uh, again, we is is on the selection process number mm -hmm. one. So we like to we we are filling that little gap. Uh, so I would be happy to listen to an idea. Mm -hmm. and, and fund an idea. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, VCs like uh, Wanda, of course, which we respect a lot, mm -hmm. and, um, and other VCs across the globe, they'd like to see some traction. Right. Proven we concepts. Are, exactly, proven concepts, MVPs. We 
uh, uh, we like to hear stuff that has never been proven before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, uh, you know, even if it's super edgy, we want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we fund that. And then we handhold up until a point where there's a Series A in which another VC can come on board, uh, you know. But, okay. but then we, we like to take those major risks. So on a spectrum of, of low risk, low yield, and high risk, high yield, I think we are on the extreme side of it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so basically that's what made the major difference. The second biggest difference, uh, if you ask me, is that um, is the fact that we do not let the founder on. So we, we believe in one thing. So if mm. someone has an idea, yeah. not necessarily that person is amazing at executing it, number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's amazing at understanding how what's the best sales strategy, what's the best marketing strategy, what's mm. the best development language. They don't know all of it. They have an idea. They have right. a drive. They can be the, an amazing project manager for that particular company. But maybe if we plug in our resources, which com- which for us is basically, you know, proven uh, uh, proven teams, teams that are that already have some seniority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, our marketing, uh, uh, the, our uh, our chief uh, uh, marketing officer is mm. uh, someone who had experience. Uh, in, in a big um, uh, marketing company. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so that person is involved in building your little idea yeah. Yeah. when you when you come to us. And that's the beauty of it. It's all about talent. Mm-hmm. So you get senior resources. And I think it's one of the biggest challenges in this region anyway. Building a team is difficult. Funding yeah. a team is challenging, especially because you can't raise the kind of money that you can in like Silicon Valley or something like that. Yeah. So getting high quality talent as it is, is a challenge. But um, I think you guys provide that in that way, right? Like you get access to high, uh, high end uh, resources, Yeah. Um, which is included with the investment. Yeah, that you yeah, get, exactly, right? exactly, exactly. So we we so our risk reduces greatly. Mm-hmm. Uh, our investors think that it's a safer bet mm-hmm. yeah. because you know you guys are going to be involved in taking the, the project forward, forward. So it's just the, it's just the perfect model, and it fits a particular gap. Now, we didn't build this because there was a need in the market for this. We built this because this is what we are. This is what we like to do. Okay. Uh, and um, uh, nineteen of our thirty six portfolio companies are companies that we created ourselves mm-hmm. okay. so that we own 100% today mm-hmm. so um, um, so so I, I don't uh, if, if you tell me uh, are we a venture capital firm per se but by the book we probably not right so mm-hmm. we have this venture group that also funds and it does a long explanation instead of doing that we just say VC 2.0 yeah uh, that you know creates um, uh, sufficient excitement for people to try know what is 2.0 and yeah just, then we go with our pitch. I also think it's interesting because there's not that many in the space of early stage startups. And uh, this is a great way. Yes, it is high risk, high yield, but it's a great way to very quickly without people having to go out and find the right team members, really quickly build a team, give the support that an entrepreneur needs and get that idea validated as quickly as possible uh, in the most efficient way as possible. Your resources are being better utilized and people feel like they're not alone in this journey. I think the entrepreneurial journey is a little bit lonesome sometimes, you know. So totally, the, the the CEO is the loneliest person on earth, and mm-hmm. and and that's very true. And I think when you when you talk about how quick, that's inter- interesting. It reminds me of um, of uh, of something that we did very recently. I don't know if you guys are aware, okay. the seven days challenge. You heard of it? Yeah, I saw uh, that. I yeah. saw that on your LinkedIn uh, page. Very cool idea. Yeah. So uh, for listeners who aren't exposed to ASA, follow them on uh, LinkedIn. You can we'll leave the link in the description. You can check out what they do. They have some interesting content on the social media but what they did is they actually did a challenge for seven days uh they 
formulated, branded, launched a company and got a sale, correct? Yeah, uh, exactly. So it was from idea to, ge to, to, to generating revenue yes. yeah. in seven days. And we filmed the whole thing. It's an all on YouTube. It's like a documentary. Yeah. 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 So we, we, I got congratulated by the, by, by, by the CEO of a major government uh, division okay. who okay. called me personally. He's a good friend. And he said, listen, you guys are giving the, you know, the right impression of what's possible to do in Dubai. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, um, and then that motivated us to do the season two of it. So this is all done by our junior um, um, uh, people at the office who are highly creative, uh, yeah. headed by Samreen, who's been with us for a long time now. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I like to say that she was born there. Mm -hmm. So she, whatever she learned inside the, inside the ecosystem, she's just applying it. Yeah. And okay. it's interesting to see that journey. Now, in the second season that we are launching very soon, we're releasing very soon on, the, on YouTube, um, we're going to have, uh, you know, the whole counter of uh, how much money she's spending, how much is she investing, how much money is she making. Uh, that's okay. very interesting. So, yeah, so cool. you'll have a, a better taste of it. So we kind of revamped it. Uh, okay. So yeah, we, we plan to do more of those. Yeah, but that's very interesting. interesting. I kind of binged through the whole first season. It's I like 10-minute episodes, right? Exactly. Like six of them or something. But it was very cool. Like, um, uh, like each episode was about a different aspect of the startup, like doing the logo, or like deciding how to market it. Very interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think our listeners would really enjoy watching. Yeah, that. we yeah. leave links to those as well. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Great. Um, so um, could you share with us some of the ventures that you're excited about right now? Uh, yeah, we are, we are doing, um, we, are, we are going to launch our largest. Um, so, so this is just to put you a little bit on the context. Um, <clears throat> I think I've I was involved in more than 100 companies uh, up until now, mm -hmm. and in one way or the other, uh, normally as an investor or as uh, um, as an advisor or whatever, mm -hmm. and uh, I haven't touched anything as big as what we are building now. Okay. Uh, it's called Zon. Mm -hmm. uh, it's probably um, it's it's an app. Uh, it's an e-commerce app. And before you guys think another e-commerce thing, mm -hmm. uh, let me just tell you that <clears throat> it's the only it's the app that will be the only thing you need uh, when you look for you to buy anything at any time. The, the reality is that uh, we have a major, we do these, we make these three major claims. One is that we are going to be absolutely going to be the cheapest thing ever. Okay. We're going we're gonna to have more products than any website in the world. Okay. And third is that we are going to deliver anything any, at any time instantly. Okay. So it's there's not going to be this you know next day delivery kind of a thing. Like okay. you want something, you buy it, you get it delivered. Like you can see the driver coming to your door. That sounds really expensive. How do you guys plan to do that? So today, uh, before even even we launched it, just to give you a couple of numbers. So the last time I checked, uh, just to give an example, the largest marketplace in 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 the region mm -hmm. uh, onboarded sixteen thousand sellers in sixteen years of uh, existence. Yeah. We have not launched yet, but in two months, uh, we have already onboarded more than thirty-two thousand. Wow. Um, we have uh, uh, way more SKUs than they have mm -hmm. um, in terms of number of products. And um, we've benchmarked, we've piloted, uh, and we are 14% cheaper than any option that you can find. So you can compare it with anything, and we're always cheaper. And we are That's faster. That's amazing. Wow. wow. So what so we did very quickly is that just for the, for just for the sake of, uh, uh, just to tease a little bit here, yeah. uh, what we did is we Uberized e-commerce basically okay. so we did what we did we did for uh for e-commerce what uber did to yellow cab yeah um we instead of having a centralized warehouse approach to deliveries mm -hmm. we have today thirty-two thousand warehouses in every street and every corner in dubai okay uh dubai charge to 
be more precise. Okay. And we are growing that number. So we are going to launch when we have 100,000 active sellers. Okay. Uh, and whenever you search for something, um, whoever has it is going to you know, let you know that I have it, I can deliver right now. Okay. And then you can choose, and not, it's not only about price now, it's about price, uh, it's about delivery time. Reactivity. Yeah, and it's about, you know, the, there's going to be some brand transparency. So the, so it's also, uh, um, uh, um, there's also a revival of uh, the, the, the retail uh, community. Interesting. Trying to bring them guys. That yeah. Are, yeah, it's so taking it, instant gratification to a whole other level, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I so want this and I want it now. Yeah, so is it like a live auction? Well, it's not a live auction. Uh, I, I don't like to call it auction because um, there is no competition as in you don't see the price of the other. So what, what, okay. what, what exists here is opportunistic price method, right? So basically, um, there's always someone who has... So imagine, just mm -hmm. first of all, think of it as a, a Google for, for products on, on, in real time. Right. So if there was a scanner, an AI mm -hmm. scanner, mm -hmm. um, that could scan every single shelf that exists today in UAE mm -hmm. for you and find that product for you. Yeah. Powered by humans because of course they know what they have in stock. Mm. Right. Right. So but instead of being a they post it first and then you look for it, yeah. which is offline information because probably that, that web there's that, a that, lag that, yeah, there. There's a yeah. lag there. Yeah. This is in real time. So okay. uh, the, 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 the store owners, which now they're being converted to Zon warehouses, okay. uh, they are going to update in real time whenever there's a request for something. But then that all of that is being... So, of course, on paper, it looks uh, a little bit you know, impossible to achieve, but we've worked four years in right. developing the technology that allows this to happen in a smooth way. Okay. And we've been wow. piloting it sil silently, and now we are being very vocal about it. I think the, the media, the major media outlets have already covered it, and um, yeah, yeah, it's it's. Uh, we believe it's going to be huge. Yeah, wow. it sounds super interesting. Um, I can't wait to check it out. Yeah, man. when is the sure. official launch happening? Yeah, so we're going to have a, a, a lucky thousand customers. We're going to uh, you know uh, exper experiment with it uh, and on the okay. beta stage uh, okay. in uh, in the beginning of January. So that that little area, and I'll all definitely invite you guys to. Uh, okay, okay, cool. Amazing. A spin. And maybe we can uh, share it with some of our uh, listeners as well because yeah. uh, most of our listeners are quite tech savvy and yeah. into the startup space. So sure, we'd yeah. like to invite everyone. Yeah, whoever wants to, just you know, just write down your name, email, whatever that is, yeah. and we'll send you an invite for that. Okay, right. amazing, cool, cool, great. Um, so aside from Zone, are there any other ventures that you'd like to discuss? Um, well, uh, since we, um, you know, uh, normally work with, of course, you guys know about colleagues, you know, you guys know about the, the companies that are yeah. out there. Speaking about colleagues, like I just wanted to touch on that. So, HRCars started using uh, colleagues now, mm -hmm. recently. So, um, I was really impressed with the quality of the service that you guys have. The the dashboard and stuff is really amazing. Yeah, he's and mentioned it to me a few times. And I was yeah, like, oh, I, I was surprised like Thank that you. for... Uh, the value that you're getting from that uh, deal because you get now we have 24 7 support multi-language mm -hmm. um you know we can uh, i can monitor what the call center is doing i can check what my staff is doing whether they've responded to those requests or not so it's really helped us out because you know our business is a 24-hour business we deal with a lot of uh, international travelers tourists, and stuff yeah. tourists 
So it's great to have the multi-language. It's great to have, um, you know, the the 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So it's really been helping us out. So yeah. It's a great it's product. It's an amazing product. Exactly. Well, and now we are and I'm not just it. saying that because you're here. I genuinely yeah, yeah, yeah. believe yeah. that. I, I have the Colix app on my phone. I can show you. I really, really <laughs> appreciate that. Really appreciate that. I, I, um, I can tell you, I can let you in on some some secrets, some stuff that we're doing under the hood on Colix right now. So we are okay. creating this um, mood identification technology, which uh, actually reads through the the cues, the voice cues uh, of the caller. Okay. So the, the CEO... Sentiment the, analysis. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, you, oh, you, wow. so you'll be able to know and you'll be able to set KPIs to your operations team that, listen, guys, I want my customer happiness to be at this particular percentage, mm. which today uh, is just... Uh, a hunch, or, or you know, or, or you're probably not very familiar with exactly what are the, what what is that sentiment, sure. what is that satisfaction or happiness. So no, that's I, amazing. I do listen to some of the calls because on Colix it records it for you, which is a cool feature as well. So I go in and listen sometimes to in order to do that, just to get an idea, yeah. uh, like what is the performance like? Are they really genuinely sounding like they're uh, part of the HR car team or not, and which mm -hmm. they are most of the time. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, like, um, it's great that you, like, but one of the main reasons I do that, do that is to get an idea, okay, are, are people happy with the yeah. service? Are, are people uh, having language barriers or anything like that? So, uh, it'd be great to have that additional for yeah, sure, for layer, sure. Yeah, for sure. layer of yeah. so we want to we want to make it transform it into a full fledged uh, analytics, but mm -hmm. for for this particular channel of communication, which is uh, calls, mm -hmm. because yeah. for the website you all, of course have all sorts of heat maps and this yeah. and that. But for calls, you you don't really you know, and it's a very important um, it's a very important channel. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my background is in marketing, so um, we're constantly having discussions with clients about what those KPIs are and sentiment analysis is a huge thing because everyone knows it's easier to get a customer back in mm -hmm. and convert a lead by having a positive experience than constantly acquiring new customers. So I think that that's really interesting. I haven't heard uh, sentiment analysis done for uh, you know voice calls, uh, call yeah. center level. Yeah. I think a lot of startups don't realize that you're spending so much on customer acquisition that if that first touch point, that call goes badly, then, yeah. you know, you're wasting so much money. Sure. Yeah. And uh, so, um, so... Yeah, I mean, you think about it as a user as well. Like, if I'm buying something on an e-commerce website and there is a slight hiccup when I go to pay or even when I go to add something to the wish list, I won't even go back to that website. Yeah. Like, uh, so it's really important to find these gaps and to fix them for, for companies. You know, the biggest SEO metric for a website is page speed so they oh, like google's it. tested it out and like if it takes more than five to six seconds for your page to load you're probably gonna lose that person if it takes more than five to six seconds for a page to load i'll throw my phone like <laughs> i'm no right. with more and more competition with more and more more and more startups uh, you know showing up and uh, uh, of course it's it's all you know these kind of tools are going to be are what going to make the difference right yeah basically. yeah so yeah, I, th I definitely think Colix is a good way to scale up your uh, call center services. Like um, you, you want to have that twenty-four hour support. Uh, it's a multi-language yeah. and the analytics. That's very cool. Yeah, great. So um, you've been part of you said hundred companies in in some capacity or another. Um, so what are some of the worst pitches that you've had? Like what are <laughs> what are some like real rookie mistakes? that people have made that we, a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs um, in the pitching stages. Um, 
you know so can you share some sure uh, but, but instead of instead of telling you um um exactly which one was the worst bitch ever because i i, I think i'm yeah, you don't want to name and shame I'll, yeah no I'll, I'll yeah exactly i think i'll have uh, trouble uh, singling out one okay. um I, what i can tell is that i see this a lot and I, and and Again, I don't want to bore you with the typical mistakes that mm. yeah. you know you've you've seen. You can watch a Jinkies episode <laughs> for that. <laughs> <laughs> you've saw you've seen those videos. I think everyone's talking about those very you know textbook kind of mistakes. Yeah. Uh, one thing is 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 a bit more philosophical. It's about uh, how delusional people are mm. uh-huh. about the size of what they think they're building, and um, this is the, for me a very very big mistake because, mm. dude, I know you are building something amazing and. Uh, it can totally be a company that aspires to become a half a million dollar company. Mm. Yeah. And I've invested in such companies. We've invested in a food truck now. Mm. It's, it's a small business. Mm. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even involve much of tech there, you know, apart mm. from the cash counter. Yeah. So the, the point is, it's, it doesn't aspire to become a huge company. So the, the, the idea is that if, if you have an idea, if you size it properly, you create the right expectations. So you, you don't try to over. Don't try to say that you're going to become a unicorn when when it's just not when you know that it's just not possible. Yeah. It's too many layers of dreams upon dreams upon dreams, and the and and whoever is listening to you is trying to gauge whether all of those coincidences are going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So show them a picture that is very realistic and is very approachable. And I, I wish I had someone who came to me and said uh, so. After I'm done with this, and after we reach our you know uh, uh, maximum point, we are going to be a million dollar company, yeah, and that's that's so nice to hear because it's very realistic, yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 probably just gives the right sets the right mood of how or how or how not delusional the 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 the, yeah. the, 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 the person is. So you think uh, too many people overvalue the companies? Yeah, you know why? Because when when you have a business idea, and and then if you go down to the psyche of this, uh, if you, when you have a business idea. You think that the idea is valuable, mm-hmm. but you're wrong. It's you who's valuable. So you, your brain had the capacity to create something that is sellable. Yeah. That is an idea that people are, you know, are going to invest in. Um, so you are the real. Uh, you know, it's like I have a machine that prints currency, and now you're all crazy about the currency I printed. Look at the machine. Yeah. Right. So if you have that mentality, what's going to happen is that you are going to not sell yourself as this is the last thing on earth, and I have to you know make mm. the most of it because otherwise I don't have any other. You don't. You can't create. There is room for improvement. There's room for other ideas. There's mm. other business that you can think of. Yeah. Um. You know. You don't need to be a superman for to do that. For me, a person who had the brilliant business idea is the right guy to have another brilliant business business idea. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's basically the rule. What do you think about idea versus execution? Like, how much value do you place on each? Like, uh, well, uh, I and, and the founder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think. Um, um, I, th- I think there's a clear distinction. Uh, idea is way, way more valuable. Um, execution, uh, you can hire talent, right? Okay. You can't. You, you see, there, there are two types of two type of creative people: the ones that uh, get paid uh, to to be creative in a certain timeline, mm-hmm. and the ones that are just creative because they 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 just stumbled upon something that you know just changed the the way they see things and they have an idea. So that idea that comes out of nothing and um, it's not. It's not an idea that you have because someone paid you to have. 
that idea is, is really valuable because you identified something and, and you might be someone who has a completely, you know, a, a, a way of life or, or, or you have a job or you have a, you work at a bank or whatever that is. You have a very routine kind of a, and you should continue doing that. Mm -hmm. And the biggest problem is that there's a, there's a huge economy of ideas floating around that just gets wasted because people think that the only person that can actually execute it is themselves. But that's not true. Mm. What if we had an idea bank, right? what, and you could go there, shoot an idea, get it valued, and get your money worth of it, and just go out yeah. and continue your life and get a royalty paycheck every month? Mm. I don't know something. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But 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 how, for me, that that idea that comes out of randomness and out of uh, one one particular moment in life in which you identify a particular gap, which only you identify, then no mm. one else thought about it. You you Google about it a little bit. Of course, the, the thing is. Probably any good idea that you already have, someone already had that idea, yeah. of course. Yeah. The thing is, they also had the mentality that they have to execute it, so it never came out. Yeah, mm. It happens to all of us that we see this huge startup, okay, and we say, man, I thought about this. Yes, yeah. it is uh, done that several times. <laughs> yeah, I wish uh, there was some sort of idea bank in which I could have sold that, even if it's for, you know, for whatever, $10, at least yeah. I would put my name on it. Yeah. Yeah, but so like, Sid is completely of the opposing view where he thinks it's all about execution yeah. and idea is worthless without And you execution. know what, I, I do agree with him as well because it depends on, the, on, on, on what, is the, what is the point. When, when you say it's all about execution, you are saying that the idea has to be amazing and now for this idea to be executed, it's all about execution. I totally understand that context. Yeah. But can your amazing execution work on an idea that doesn't work yeah i think no. so i think so yeah i think um okay you so need, if we I look at kareem and uber uber already existed kareem just executed better for the market right like so it it isn't about the idea it is about a better market fit uh, well, it is about penetrating you, some markets that okay so, so so let's define what an idea is for me mm -hmm. uh whoever thought of kareem I know, but whoever thought of Kareem yeah. had this idea of replicating the Uber model. Yes, that's an idea in, in too. This yes, region, and that's an idea too. So the, the the thing is, was this person who had this idea the best person to execute it? Well, in this case, yes. Yeah. But did I think about replicating Uber in in this region? Yes, I did. Did I execute it? No. Yeah. So so that's the and whole. And now you're kicking. Yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I'm, I'm, I'm crying. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, but 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 that's the whole point. So what is this? What do we, how do we define it? Idea is not necessarily a, a business model idea. that's disruptive. Yeah. Uh, Rocket Internet would not work if that was the case, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they've invested in ideas, yeah. and which already proven, uh, yeah, right? somewhere proven else. Proven ideas, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is an amazing idea. It's an amazing idea to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they've done well for themselves. They, I think, they uh, invested in Talabat. They invested in Talabat. The, they were one of the I first. I think Namshi. Yes. Uh, yeah, they to Alibaba in Pakistan. So, yeah. you know, they just, uh, of yeah. course, they, they built the marketplace well. in, in Pakistan when no, no one knew what a marketplace was, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's amazing because you go to a country that doesn't even, you know, 
that is you go too early there yeah. you spend a lot of money but then you're sure that when the time comes when the big guys look at the region they look mm. at the country you're mm. going to be the, the the first choice yeah yeah or but if you yeah, but if you're first first to market you need to have enough money to spend on education and change in behavior totally and things yeah. so rocket internet can could afford have, yeah, to do that could, could, yeah, but a, a, a startup that has to also spend money on education and changing behavior it's hard sure. without without funds you know sure of course of course yeah yeah, yeah. great okay so uh, we spoke about so between idea execution founder it's idea first I, I, idea first I and only I think. <laughs> well yeah no because again I, I th think of it as a slot machine I, I I have these very graphical ways of trying yeah. to understand things because I'm not that smart <laughs> so um, I see a slot machine and imagine that one of the one of the the slots is basically the idea the other one is the founder the other one is the investor yeah. the, the, the fourth one is the execution team now now, for an idea to be successful, all of them have to show us the cherry, okay. yeah. whatever that is, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, how how probable is that to happen? So, if there was a place, there was a platform, if there was a, 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 some a, some again a, a, an interchange of okay, you know, my idea, your execution, your money, and your team. I yeah. think if if that would come, you know, come together, we could build successes after successes. Yeah. Mm. But we don't do it because. We have an amazing idea with the wrong team, and or or vice versa, or whatnot. Yeah. Or sometimes I, don't, we don't doesn't have the doesn't timing also need to be one of those elements as well? Well, one I of saw those that cherries. I, I saw that TED talk. <laughs> uh, uh, I saw that TED talk. I think it's it's timing is of course right. So, so uh, uh, yeah, we can all make all those um, you know uh, very very. Yeah, it can so, all be aligned. Of course, if you launch YouTube in uh, in the eight hundreds, <laughs> it will not work. So so of course timing is important, but that's a given. I I'm, I, I don't even contest that's a yeah. given. Of course, the be the better the, the better the timing. But the, again, the idea itself already yeah. involves the, the 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 idea of timing. Yes, yeah. because because you're considering what does the market need right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, just in case you guys don't know about it, there was a TED talk which uh, said that timing is the most important factor for any startup. I think second was steam. Um, he, I don't even remember what the second thing was, but the number one factor for any success in any startup was timing. So um, I think a lot of founders do use timing as an excuse. Oh, my product came too early, too late. And well, for me, like I launched a product uh, back in the heyday. Are you going to use it as an excuse? <laughs> <laughs> so we launched a product. Me and my dad launched it. It was called Dubai Classifieds Online, mm -hmm. and we launched it in around two thousand. So this was when people were still using dial-up for internet and, and the market machines. penetration wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. And like I remember we launched it and uh, the idea would, was to replicate Craigslist from the US because I heard and I was always internet savvy and uh, I was a developer as well. So I knew that like Craigslist is doing well in the US. So I thought, okay, maybe we can replicate that in the UAE, which eventually Dubizzle did. Mm. So, um, but when we launched it, we were way too early because uh, companies didn't understand the meaning of internet yet. Like they were still using fax machines and stuff like that. And, and there wasn't enough market penetration for it to work. So I think timing for there uh, or there was our mistake. Yeah, I think when you say too early in that case or in any other case, whenever people say too early, uh, they're basically saying that it's too early with the amount of funding that we have put into it. 
So yeah. if you were to launch Craigslist before Dubizzle, and if you had enough money to yeah, sustain we would have yourself, yeah. Dubizzle wouldn't be in the picture today, yeah. maybe, right? Because yeah. you would be the only guy that people would go to. Yeah. yeah. So and that happened with companies like um, I would say Etsy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Etsy was. Um, doing very very horribly uh, basically they were they were they were I still don't care for their user experience anyway uh, well yeah but the the, the, the the question is they on, on a numbers perspective they had this you know they had these all these years of you know complete drought they were they were doing nothing but they were somehow they managed to just keep sustain, sustain yeah. yeah so that's where you hear about persistence the preserve all of yeah. that uh, in in reality all of that is just a nice way of philosophically teaching our kids that hey listen persist but in reality what is it it's that the idea if it's too early then you need enough money and it's all mathematical True. right yeah. So, yeah yeah i think if we did have enough money to sustain ourselves for like four or five years maybe we could have like beaten the bezel to it so if mm -hmm. i if i had come to you at that time and a question for you now mm -hmm. if i had come to you at that time and i would say you know what uh um i'll give you the money that you require to you know to survive another Five ten years, yeah. But I want eighty percent of your company. Would you accept? Um, at that time, <laughs> yeah. Uh, possibly. It depends on the amount of money it was, right? Well, so. to sustain yourself for, for the next five, five or ten years. Whenever the mm. came after you, I, don't, I mm. didn't keep track of that, but whatever. Yeah, so Dubizzle must have... Possibly. Gone. I was maybe 19 at the time. So, yeah, like any money would have been interesting. <laughs> but you don't get to spend it. It's going to invest in the company. Sure, yeah. I understand that. But yeah. like just the fact that at that yeah, yeah. age, when, if somebody was believing in me, and yeah. that would okay, have been so an that, interesting that, proposition. That would have been an amazing offer because today you would own 20% of something better than That's Dubizzle. That's huge, yeah. 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 The, and this brings me to Do another the second, mistake. Yeah. Not, I so not delusional count. and second one is? The second one is that uh, here's the thing. I'm I'm gonna be a bit a bit edgy. Uh, here. We like I'm edgy. Gonna, I'm 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 gonna make a, a bold statement. But whenever you have an idea, and if you look at your pocket and don't have enough money to fund it, then you should start believing that you only own thirty percent of that company. Okay? okay. You don't own hundred percent of it. You will have to sell equity at this stage so that you get money enough money to see the next sunshine okay. mm -hmm. and the problem is that uh, people don't know this and people whoever is listening to me especially startups will say no 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 i own, you know it's 100% of it's my idea my company but you don't have the enabling money yeah. to make it a company exactly so how what is the value of a million dollars at that time versus a million dollars later on yeah. it's a completely different value mm -hmm. so at that time that's an enabling uh, whoever is giving you money at that stage is taking a huge risk yeah. um, and taking a flyer on you and you should respect that and you should give them 70% and I'm not saying this because I'm I'm on this side of the table. No, no, see, just to, just to prepare people for the worst, right? Right. So if you have the mentality that I own 30%, so let's say that, because he's, he's, he's a numbers game, right? Why would you want more equity in your company? Why would you want 100% not 70 or not 40 or 30? It's because you want to make good for yourself and for your family. So the idea is that you are looking for a certain valuation, right? You're mm -hmm. looking for, yeah. now, instead of thinking that 100% of the company is going to be valued at a million dollars, Think that thirty percent of it has to be valued a million dollars. Okay, right. make that thirty percent your hundred percent, and mm. now go to a VC or to whoever angel investor, mm. uh, preferably VC, mm -hmm. um, and preferably us, uh, and um, 
and go to them and say, listen, guys, I'm ready to give up equity at this point. I just want to make sure this happens. Right. Because I do not know mm -hmm. whether I'll have enough money to sustain this craziness for a long time. Maybe I'm too early. Maybe I'm too... Who knows, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so I just want to make sure that, you know, if you guys like the idea, you can keep the company. It's fine. Why? Because now the 30% that I'm left with is valued way more than, than when I was holding nothing. in my lonely corner the 100%, which was good for nothing. But yeah. um, uh, entrepreneurs but are motivated by the equity that they own as well. So, um, like, they don't want to feel like an employee of their company and they want to feel like I've come up with the idea and there is an attachment to it. That's why entrepreneurs call their businesses their baby. Like, it is something that was conceived in your mind and we've placed so much emphasis on the idea. So, I think it has to do less with, like, I'm greedy and I don't want to give up equity and more with what is going to motivate me. I th I think it needs to be a balance of what's going to motivate the VC that's taking the risk versus you, what's going to motivate me to... I, I totally get you. I think uh, equity versus uh, controlling stake or say in the company, those are, you know, it's, it's a common mistake. It's a common misconception. Yeah, so it People doesn't have to be in governance. Exactly. So, so those are by default what we hear from, you know, when you don't mention specifically otherwise, yeah. uh, whoever holds a majority stake, they will have a, a, a you know, certain level of control and then... But there's more to it. So there's 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 ways of coming around. So I, I would totally give away seventy percent of my company for a decent amount of money that yeah. keeps that, that makes sure that this company survives. And if I'm too attached to it, then I'll probably you know slap my name all over it and say, "Listen, guys, I want to control this. I want to control that, and I want to." And you know what? People yeah. will be more than happy to still help you. Yeah. Because because if you want to take this this responsibility, I'm more than happy to give it to you, right? Yeah. Okay. But but the but the equity game here, because whoever is putting the money, they need to see a more guaranteed upside. Uh, so so you, you it's a it's a very fierce uh, you know competition arena. It's yeah. a shock. So, so one thing we hear from other VCs, or I've spoken to other VCs and stuff, they say not to give up too much equity too early because then your chances of raising as you grow become less. Dilute. Yeah, yeah, because, because you get further you as a, and further diluted. When, when other investors, like, so your first round, you might raise 70% uh, and keep 30 and that'll help you grow to a stage. But then when you're trying to grow to the next level, get your Series A or Series B, at that time you'll start uh, facing issues because you own too little equity in the company. Mm. Exactly. So I I'm here today not, um, no, not making an actual proposal or open proposal to people. What I'm saying is the mindset. Right. right. Is I want people to feel a little bit detached to the equity. So I'm, I'm going a bit uh, extreme and that's why I warned before. Yeah. On, on, on the mindset. So, mm -hmm. so you see, the, the, there is... In reality, there is no big difference in thirty and thirty-five percent or forty percent. the The difference is is that are you going to get that enabling money or not? Right. I, I'm I'm here to advise the, the people who do not get funding, which are way more than the guys who are negotiating their way in with the VC. Right. right. So I don't think those guys need my advice. I think who needs my advice today is that who's watching this and saying, um, no one accepts, no one gives us money. Right. Right. Um, we have no offer on the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so first thing is, you know, forget 
you know, that you, you don't own 100% of your idea unless you have the money yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Because your idea, the, this, this little pet of yours, requires food and requires drink and mm-hmm. requires your, your maternity, whatever that is. So, yeah. so it, it's, it's important for you to think that, okay, if I want this to grow, I will have to eventually, you know... Let go of equity. Let go of equity. And, and, and when I'm saying 30%, of course, the worst case scenario. I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm, I don't yeah. want to sound like a shark. Although. But again, um, if, the, the, if the mindset is, is, is correct, I, right. think, I think your chances of succeeding. Now, um, Flipkart, the owners of Flipkart, they... Um, and they were they were holding you know a single digit uh, equity percentage in their in their own company, right? And that single digit was valued at you know a ton of money, right? Yeah, so, million. Yeah. So, so exactly. So there's dilutions. There's there's a lot more to come, but you only see that once you taste a little bit of success. <laughs> yeah. So yes, uh, uh, I appreciate uh, you know other VCs' uh, advices. Thank I think, you, yeah. uh, but if it, they haven't worked for you, then this is like your. You know, you're you're lost. Uh, you know, before you cancel on the idea, because don't do that. Uh, <laughs> I think I think you know you might have something super valuable. Yeah. Uh, so this is an fresh. open call. If you have an amazing idea, go to ASA. Yes, eventually. <laughs> yep, yep. I can recommend though uh, uh, a friend of mine, Rajiv Talreja. He's amazing. Okay. Uh, for, what uh, for, is for, for for all these uh, you know uh, startup advices. Okay. Uh, um, I love you mean it. aside from startup hustle, at least? Uh, of course, no. I, just, <laughs> just uh, of course, of course, no. Just because he is very, very, he, he does um, um, motivational talks and all that. I've heard a lot, of, a lot of people. I'm filtering out a okay. lot of people, and I'm telling you the guy, to, the the go-to guy. Okay. Rajiv Talreja is amazing. Okay. Wh- whatever he says, I I completely you know uh, uh, you know see myself. Uh, um, on, on all his advice, he, he's, uh, he's, he's pretty good. Check him out. Awesome. We'll include a link to Rajiv Talreja, Talreja as well. So that's a really cool resource. And Okay, closing off, you've already given us your advice for startups. But um, what do you think is a good uh, industry right now that you see is going to like take off in the next few years? Or like probably startups should like start looking into that space right now? Well, um, so um, I, I think um, th- th- it's difficult to single out or, 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 to po- or to put your finger on one of one particular industry. Mm. What I think is that uh, if you want to find out, what I can tell you is that if you want to find out which industries are going to do well, yeah, just look at what what's happening. So, for example, when I, when we were talking about colleagues, right? So, mm. colleagues is a tool for startups because now you have a lot of startups of all kinds. Mm. Yeah. So, so call is a great tool for startups, right? Mm-hmm. The same way. So if, so you, what you have to sense um, is what is, what is that is going to be required in the near future for you to, uh, for you to, for you to invest your time and effort in. Um, and uh, for one of the things that we love to do is to build stuff for SMEs, as I told before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that's never going to go out of fashion. Yeah. Um, and, um, and more and more because now we have all these, you know, incubators and excellent. So all these companies who are, you know, all all all, all these people being um, uh, incentivized by you guys, for example, you know, to go out, you know, be an entrepreneur. So yeah. we need to have a, a, a good suit of tools for these entrepreneurs. Right. Um, uh-huh. That's a very that's a very good industry to invest. Yeah, in. I think locally built tools that are region specific, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's happening as well. Yeah, like, we've we interviewed a, a few uh, entrepreneurs that have purpose-built tools uh, that work with uh, limitations and opportunities in the region, but also something that works for founders and early-stage startups and SMEs. Yeah, so... I think cool. we're seeing that trend, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I want to also leave uh, uh, um, tell you another thing, which is uh, interesting because you asked me about the startups that we're very much excited about. Yeah, Heldigo. 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 Yeah, Heldigo. Okay. This is this amazing. Uh, um, uh, we are working with them now. They're they're um, they're this amazing um, um, health tech company. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the suit? No, 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 that's the cube. That's the cube. Have that, they go pitched else. at the equity room? Uh, yeah, they pitched at the equity room. That's what, how yeah. I, how we met, and okay. uh, we invested, and uh, we are, uh, you know, we are building the relationship with them. I think we want to take propel them forward. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys are doing an amazing job. I love the drive of. The, I think one of the biggest reasons that we are doing this deal, and um, probably you can take uh, that as a good a good example, is not that much about the business, but it's also it's more about the the, the drive of the the founder. He's mm-hmm. he's okay. amazing. Okay. The, both of them, they're they're amazing. Mm-hmm. They uh, they just they just you know they have the right. Or they have the right, yeah, they, yeah, they just have the right, you know, passion towards it, okay. uh, and whatever they talk a lot of sense. They they they're just very logical. They're smart. Mm. Yeah, and I think you know that's all you need, right? Uh, of course, a good idea. Yeah, yeah I think if you're product? a good. What is oh, so it's it's a sorry, it's a booking uh, system uh, for clinics and hospitals. It's a bas- pretty basic idea if you look at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's 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 an app that allows you can actually download. It's already live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's an app that allows you to book uh, an appointment with a with a specialist or mm-hmm. a GP or whatever. Um, and, and they're integrating it with Google. So basically, just like on Google, you see those booking.com things mm-hmm. yeah. uh, where you can book a hotel. So you'll they'll, you'll be able to book uh, a clinic directly from Google. It's amazing. Oh, amazing. So, uh, yeah, so they, they're, you know, they're trying to, you know, ease people's lives. And this is amazing. Yeah. I think that that's all. So if you, if you uh, um, one, one another thing that I can probably add to the whole uh, what you should be looking for or investing in. So... It's not about trying to disrupt something. So you don't have to disrupt. You just have to be one percent better than better. The, yeah. Mm. Not too. You know. You don't have to be this. You know. Way better than than the competition. Yeah. You just have to be one percent better. People are gonna choose you over the, the over the other. Yeah. 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 People are fickle. Their loyalty can be changed like this. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Awesome. On Great. that note, thank you so much, Arif, for being on the show. Uh, it was some really good advice, I think. Yeah. Uh, for budding entrepreneurs. And um, and we like edgy. And so do us. Yeah, it's pretty raw from my side. I didn't sure. process any of this. We're just no, we're trying uh, to have a conversation. Yeah. yeah. If someone takes something out of it, then it's amazing. Yeah, no, our podcast is about real conversations with uh, real entrepreneurs and VCs. So we like raw we'll leave links in the description so you can go uh, check out ASA Ventures you can check our LinkedIn uh, out as well mm-hmm. and uh, this podcast by the way is available on all the podcast platforms so make sure you subscribe to us and leave us a good review because that helps us share the word if you want to watch the video version of this podcast we're shooting here today at Nasab so uh, this place is really a beautiful venue by the way so yeah we leave links to Nasab as well, we'll yeah we leave links to Nasab in the description as well so you guys can go check that out so yeah yeah thank you for being on the show thank you for inviting awesome keep on hustling